The opinions and views expressed in this program. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. How about a glass of milk? That's gross. Well, count sheep or something. Mommy, you can do better than that. Well, do you have any other ideas? Oh, I know. I can listen to KUCI 88.9. Cool. That's exactly what I'm doing. Friend us on Facebook at KUCI FM and follow us on Twitter at KUCI FM. Good morning. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. And this morning, we have a very special guest calling in. Actually, two guests. Cheryl Lynn, who is executive director of Pledge 20, Beautiful Life Productions. She's going to talk about how just 20 minutes a day you can get up, get out, get moving, and not make any more excuses, okay? I know this time of year, the weather changes, and we're all kind of feeling a little sluggish. You want to stay home. We want to cook, hang out, and... Uh, no hibernating. Got to get out, get moving. So she'll be on just a little bit. And also Dr. Michelle Seeger will be calling in as well, her colleague. And I'll be back in just a few with our guests. my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Cheryl Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Great, great. You know, you've really energized me after I heard about Pledge 20, and I wanted you to share with the listeners what exactly this is. Well, thanks for having me on your show, Janine. Uh, Pledge 20 is something that has just inspired me over the last couple of years, and that is to do at least 20 minutes of fitness, uh, some some type of movement every day, and um, really know why I'm doing the reason, why I'm doing the fitness every day. So that's important, not only to do 20 minutes of fitness, but to know why. Right. And, and how did you get involved in this? How did you come up with this idea? Well, you know, I, uh, I've been in real estate and sales most of my life and um, always really was in, into inspiration and motivation and, and how to uh, keep myself on track. And I feel like I've tried so many different things, and I, I sometimes always left out movement and physical activity. Mm-hmm. And so for the last couple of years, I really focused on, um, you know, what really makes me tick. And when I leave that out, it, I get down and, you know, things get out right. of control and chaotic and all of that. So I yes. just found for myself that it works. I know. I find I get really crabby. <laughs> <laughs> I just just do to, to do something. You know, it's like life gets so monotonous. I feel like if I don't do something, I get, you know, cranky. Right. So since we've yeah. been talking, you said you've thought of Pledge 20 now and then. You get out there and you're swimming and you're like, yep, I'm getting this in. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so important because... For me, at least, I know that I've had many times in my life where, let's say, graduate school, I remember all I had was work and graduate school from, I think it was 4 to 7, 7 to 10, I'd come home and I would eat late at night and, and or just sit on the sofa and do homework and I was not active enough and I felt, you know, kind of depressed and mm-hmm. putting the weight on and not feeling good about myself. Yeah, and we're we're having uh, Dr. Michelle Seeger on uh, today um, from the University of Michigan, and she um, she's going to share with us a little bit of research. And um, but basically, I think this is a topic that is timely and really not given a lot of attention. I know there's lots and lots of books out there um, in regarding to brain science and how it helps uh, movement, helps learning, and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. But you know, really, just giving a simple 20 minutes every single day. It's like you said, it's not something that we focus on because we are busy and we find many, many reasons why not to do it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And it's so important. I know being a mom that if I'm crabby, I'm going to unfortunately, you know, let it out on my kids somehow or or just not be patient. I find that I don't have the patience 
um, that I want to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And really feeling like a champion every single day, all day long, is not only what we can do best for ourselves, but like you said, our, our coworkers, our family, our community, you know, our, our potential, our life goals, our individ- individuality. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so many reasons why not to. And here's what really happened for me, Janine. You know, I was on and off for about two years. I go for a walk outside or you know, um, you know, get to the gym, and then I'd stop for a couple of days. And so research shows that those who are doing three to four days a week um, over a period of years lost 19 pounds. And then there was wow. another group that was also researched that did something cons- Sorry, the first group lost 14 pounds. That was okay. three to four times a week. Mm-hmm. Those who did something consistently every single day, even a little bit at a time, um, lost 19 pounds. So it's the Great. consistent um, action on a small scale that creates massive change over time. And by the way, to my listeners, if you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking with Cheryl Lynn. I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And I thought you'd be perfect because so many people are in a funk because they can't get out of themselves and get moving. So I thought you'd be very inspiring this time of year, especially. Where did this come from, Get the Funk Out, Janine? I'm just curious. That's such a beautiful title. Oh, thank you. You know, um, I have had a lot of thoughts about different guests I've met on other projects I've done. I do Mm -hmm. some other radio. And... I've met a lot of people that are so inspiring to me, and I thought they'd be inspiring to other people. For instance, uh, I had Charlie Visnick on my show, and he wrote a creative blog. So every day he did something new and different creative, and he blogged about it, and then he had it in a museum exhibit. And I thought, you know what? Just because he has this incredibly creative job during the day doesn't mean he's done at night. People are kind of searching for other ways to be creative and and have a different hobby and they're not coming home and watching TV they're they're searching for something else and and you know people are going through really tough times right now mm-hmm. starting different chapters of their lives and they're looking for something different so that's how i started it Yes, our world really is upside down right now, and it's right. it's, it's it's an exci- an exciting process as much as it is uh, probably a little like I said chaotic or confusing. But yes. you know, I think you know anything you can do. I have a, a partner. Um, I, his name is Boaz. He's from Israel, mm-hmm. and he and I are partnering on Pledge Twenty, and he's a speaker, international speaker, and we're going to be presenting in 2012 at many corporations and and um, fest- associations around the country over the next uh, year, Great. couple of years. So very very exciting and. You know, one he has six steps to success, and um, none of them in any particular order. But exercising and eating right is right up there on the top of the list. And you know, I, I don't know about you, but you know, affirmations we've been told to do those, and reading great books, and listening to CDs, and um, you know, carrying around a hundred dollar bill. You know, all of those things are important. But if we're not, if we don't have our health, right. you know, and exercising and eating right, then all the rest of it sort of goes by the wayside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I do believe that Michelle, Dr. Michelle Seeger is calling in, so she's going to join us right now. Awesome. Yes. Hold on a minute. Is this Dr. Michelle Seeger? It is. Hi. Welcome to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine, and we have Cheryl Lynn on the phone as well. Wonderful. Good morning, Dr. Michelle Seeger. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Welcome. How's the weather in Michigan? It's actually about a, a beautiful 40 degrees here. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> no I it's a little cooler than it is there. Yeah. It is. Wow. So, so Dr. Michelle Seeger, if you don't mind, Janine, I'll just introduce her real quickly. Yes, please. Okay, great. She's, uh, she's Dr. Michelle Seeger is with the Sharp Center of the University of Michigan, and she's actually the associate director um, of, of the Sharp Center for Women and Girls. And uh, she is the perfect ambassador for us and for Pledge 20. She's done some amazing research. She's had, um, she's a doctor in, in psychology. She has, she has a master's degree in health behavior, and uh, she has um, a kinesiology background as well. So, Michelle, why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, you know, what you're working on right now and a little bit about the research you just completed. Sure. Um, so our work here at the Sharp Center for Women and Girls focuses on what, what messages, or I should say my research at the Sharp Center focuses on what messages are we sending out uh, to women regarding physical activity, and mm-hmm. are those messages helping or harming women from staying motivated to participate in physical activity. We recently published a study that showed that women in general think about physical activity for its health, 
benefits, uh, longevity benefits, and benefits related to weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and, w- and that's logical. That's the way we've learned to consider it in our society. But our research is actually finding that while we believe those reasons for being physically active, you know, to benefit our health, to help us control our weight, while we, we, we say that those are important reasons for being physically active, those reasons don't make physical activity compelling to fit into our daily lives because we live these crazy, hectic lives with so many fires to put out every day. When you can, every moment, unconsciously, we're weighing, how are we going to spend our time? Which thing is, mo- is most important in this moment? Absolutely. And, oh, gee, yeah. I just got a phone call that I have to deal with this urgent matter. Yes. And if physical activity is connected to things that are not directly relevant to our daily lives and then don't help us be better in all of our roles and responsibilities, it doesn't make the cut. Right, right. So does that make sense? Oh, completely. We were just saying how if I don't find a little time during the day, I'm crabby. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, you know. And, and that's so, so the, one of the things that I'm very excited about Pledge 20 is that Pledge 20 is – turning physical activity promotion on its head in ways that really needs to be done. And, um, and it's very much in line with our, what our research on women in midlife is showing. And that is that when women are physically active uh, f- because they know that they actually are better workers, wives, mothers, partners, etc., mm-hmm. that they can do everything better they f- and, and enjoy it more because their mood is lifted and they have more energy. Now that makes physical activity an activity that you don't want to skip out on. Except I have to say, I don't think I love lo- doing laundry. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> Even after I've worked out. <laughs> well, that, yeah. that's true, but actually, depending on how you do laundry, no, I that know. can even count as physical I, activity. I'm just kidding, if you're, yeah. if you're carrying laundry up and downstairs... But, right, now it's not yeah. to say that every aspect of our life will be more enjoyable, but think about it. If physical activity lifts our mood, which we know research shows that it does, right. then if our mood is lifted, everything else we do is going to be better. And in fact, there's a separate body of research that shows that positive mood influences, enhances creativity, enhances um, problem solving, enhances relationships. And so, in reality movement, uh, it has a domino effect on the rest of our life. Absolutely. Oh. I highly, highly agree. I mean, I, 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 I do it like brushing my teeth. I make sure that I'm doing something. Now, yesterday it was raining, um, and I, I didn't really leave the house. So what did I do? I said to my daughter, uh, let's do we. She said, are you kidding? You haven't done it yet. And I said, no, let's just do something. And I got on one of her games and she says, mommy, let's jog. And I'm like, okay. And we just, you know, I looked like a lunatic, but I, I was like, whatever, it's pouring out. I can't get outside. And I wanted to do something. And it was great. Yes. Yes. I, I had a, my, my sister introduced me to a dance. I think it's a we dance program right. last year. And oh my gosh, was that fun. And you know, yes. And that's another key part of the message that I, I, that I think is really crucial that um, Sherilyn is, is, is giving people, and that is that every person has to figure out what feels good to them and what is going to m- make them feel better so that they'll stay motivated to do it. Um, to just take a step back and give you a little bit of history, our promotion of physical activity in general comes out of a medical model which is okay. very prescriptive. Tell you me know, about that. It, I'm sorry? Tell me about that. What do you mean so, it comes to medical Well, the, the beginning of physical activity promotion has been about it, being, it, 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 helping, it helping people's health and weight and, and promoting optimal aging and that sort of thing. And in medicine, we treat problems and we prevent problems by giving people pills that are certain doses. And we know from research that if you give someone a dose of something, you know, a cell's going to respond in a certain way if you're doing basic science, mm-hmm. or a person's going to, you know, potentially respond positively to a certain dose of a drug. Right. And, and our physical activity promotion has, that's where we've come out of. The people kind of, we have epidemiologists and clinicians who've done a lot of research on how physical activity 
benefits our health, which is really important because if we didn't know that, well, there wouldn't be any justification for promoting it, especially in, a, in this current climate where um, costs are so um, important. But what the problem with translating a medical paradigm to a marketing paradigm is that it doesn't work very well. The medical paradigm is completely based in linear models and logic, and in reality, humans actually behave very illogically and in nonlinear ways. Yeah. So, so that's one of the reasons why our you know, 25, 30-plus years of promoting physical activity hasn't made a huge dent in population levels. And I don't know if that, if, does that make sense? Sure, absolutely. That's, that's, that's really interesting, Dr. Michelle Seeger. I really, so I'm hearing you say that women, especially, that's your primary focus of your research, are ready for this new way to talk about it. Is that right? I, I, the, the important point, Sherilyn, which is why what you're doing is so important, is they don't even know they're ready because right. they don't understand that the, p- women have internalized this and feel that it's their fault that they haven't been successful. Right. But they've only learned how to exercise and, and move and be active out of a system that actually sets them up to fail because it's out of a medical model and it doesn't take how our humans make decisions really into account. So women need to be educated and, and given permission, yes. as you, t- you say in your story, that it's okay. Mm-hmm. There, there are these other really compelling reasons and important reasons to move, and they're valid. And it's okay that you make this about living your life better, because honestly, that's the only way you're going to keep it up, and everything else is going to benefit. Right. But we have to educate women, because they don't know. Our right. research shows that between 12 and 25% of women in midlife actually move for reasons related to well-being or stress reduction. And so the vast majority of women are exercising for for what I would consider to be um, misguided reasons Mm -hmm. because it's the way we've been socialized to do it. So we need new endeavors, um, new messages like, you know, like Pledge 20 is doing to mm-hmm. teach people about the, to teach women about the other reasons for exercising, because that's what's going to hook them. This is, a, this is about marketing. This is about motivation. This is not about cellular activity. Right. You know, what I was going to add is uh, I had an interesting conversation. I was at somebody's house this week and I started sharing, actually, uh, Cheryl, you and I were there at TEDx, how mm-hmm. one of the speakers talked about how there's such a lack of communication. So many people are on Twitter and Facebook, and we're not communicating. We're not. We're texting, and we're sending voicemails, and we're not spending quality time. And my focus when I uh, set a little date with a girlfriend won't be really to go to a movie or go to lunch. We'll say, let's go for a walk. That way right. we're, we're walking and we're communicating because I think – yeah, you have to get out of the mindset of, oh, I want to exercise because I want to drop that five pounds. Yes. It's been nagging at me because I feel like, you know, I'm so overweight or this whole terrible mindset. I think you have to take get out of there because long term, you're going to probably end up losing the five pounds. And if you don't, you don't. But if you go, if you set your mind to, I'm going to go for a walk with my girlfriend who I haven't been able to connect with, then you're doing several things you're you're yeah. connecting you're exercising you're feeling good you're you're having this bond that you haven't had and it's quality time and you don't realize that you've been walking an hour that, you know you you hit on a secret yeah when you and this is this is getting at the reasons why you move and when you take it out of the paradigm of oh this is something i'm supposed to be doing and i'm not good enough the way i am right to, this is a way i can spend time with a friend I have had clients tell me that they do that exact thing. They mm-hmm. stop thinking about it, right. and their weight drops. I mean, right. again, the danger in saying that is that people are going to go, oh, I'll lose weight if I start walking with my friends. That's not the point. The point is is that we have to reorient ourselves about why, how and why we're taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. and, 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 and commit to that and commit to ourselves and, and then live and see what happens. Well, I think we also have to examine – eating. Are we emotional eaters? Are we eating to live? Are we living to eat? Because with women, that's a huge thing too. It is. And I, I, I want to say something that, that may be viewed as um, 
controversial. Okay. I, I, I think I found, you know, as a, as a motivation psychologist, I have come to the conclusion that for women, because we juggle so much, that if the, to approach changing your physical activity behavior and eating behavior at the same time can wind up being a little too much because we're talking about changing our behavior in ways we're going to sustain for the rest of our lives. Right. And, it's, and those are two very different and very difficult and complex behaviors. And I don't know if you're aware of, there's a, 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 there was just a, a new book that was published on just many, many years of research showing that willpower is a muscle that gets depleted. Mm-hmm. And, and what the, how that generalizes into this conversation is that if our willpower is a muscle to be depleted and we're trying at the same time to both become more physically active and to change our diet, that means we have so many decision points during the day that's depleting our energy that at the end of the day, I mean, eventually it's, it's, it's going to have a boomerang, boomerang effect and we're just going to be so exhausted from decisions that we're going to stop making them. And, and so I think uh, it's important for someone to pick a behavior that right. they think can most impact their life in the moment. And, and, and I do think that it's important to take into account that physical activity decreases stress, mm-hmm. which, of course, as part of the domino effect, potentially can improve eating. But that until you learn how to make physical activity a consistent, how you le- until you learn how you can institutionalize it into your life, yes. you won't necessarily keep it up. So why start on another behavior before you know and are confident that you know how to sustain a beha- another behavior? Right. So I'm in the view, take a lifelong approach, learn how to do it well, take six months, even a year. Two why years not- for me, Michelle. Well, I'm sorry? <laughs> it, it took me two years before I got to doing almost three months of continuous behavior. Yes. Yeah. And, and so it does take time, doesn't it? Yes, it does. A lot of time and a lot of focus, and it's okay to mess up and miss a few days and get back on track. I was going to say that, that it's okay yeah. to, you know, fall off the wagon, so to speak. You, yeah. you can't be so tough on yourself. Yeah. The, another key message, another key message, and I'm really sorry, but I actually have to, I have to I sign have to. off. <laughs> Dr. Michelle Sayer, can I ask you one really quick sure. question? Sure. Is 20 minutes enough? You know, I get asked. Uh, that sort of question all the time. And mm-hmm. le- the answer to that question is, it depends. Okay. And you will have some people in the health sciences who are going to say, more physical activity delivers more health benefits. Mm-hmm. As a motivation psychologist, someone who cares about people sustaining physical activity for the rest of their lives, I, I would give a different answer. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I think that Everyone has to figure out what they can be consistent with mm-hmm. and work on sustaining. Yeah. And once they get to that point, they can always work on improving it. But, you know, if we give people gold standards that they can't reach, they're, make, they're achieving 0% of the gold standard when they could be achieving 100% of half of it. And, and which one is better? Absolutely. I, before you wrap up, um, two things. I think it's best for them to set realistic short-term goals and, you know, make make a realistic list. Obviously, yes. we have, you know, the new year coming and there's all these contraptions they sell and yes. classes and whatever. But just set realistic goals. And also, um, where can people find out more information about you? Well, they can find out more information about me um, there is, at the University of Michigan, they can do a search for the Sharp Center for Women and Girls. Mm-hmm. And I also have a website that is michelleseeger.com. Great, great. All right. Thanks for being here, Michelle. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So, Cheryl, are you still with us? Yes. Wonderful. Uh-huh. Well, thanks for making that happen. It was nice to have her uh, mm-hmm. join the show. How did you meet up with her? You know, I was just, uh, I was, I'm from the Northwest, uh, the Midwest, so I feel like we've, we've been going on the same path. But I was actually doing research when I was out in New York meeting with a couple of clients out there. And uh, while I was out there, I, I really felt like there was someone in the world who had this research already completed, which is, you know, exactly what she was saying. Find, find an activity that you can sustain for a long time and start creating massive change. And that's exactly what her message is. And she, like, popped up at the 
the top of, of Google. And we've actually been talking for, I don't know, 45 days. She's really been doing her due diligence on me, you know, really evaluating the Pledge 20 program and trying, we're, you know, negotiating, or not negotiating, but discussing a potential of her being around for a long time as an advisor. And um, so she's just actually just recently agreed to do that, and, and she just thinks it's real timely. Um, I don't know if I've told you my story, but I, you know she she had an opportunity to listen to that, and and really she was inspired. She was motivated because it's a real story, and and it, you know it works. You it, know what I want to do? I want to mm-hmm. save the story. We're going to take a short break in about a minute, mm-hmm. um, but when the second half um, of the show, I want you to share that story because it's a very interesting story. All right, it's thanks. Very um, is there anything you want to add? about uh, Michelle or anything else before we take a break? Uh, you know, just that um, she is continually working uh, very diligently on, on uh, researching women, uh, working women in midlife, and I think that, um, you know, if there's anyone listening who has, uh, that has events or, or association meetings or uh, conferences coming up, she's an excellent, excellent speaker, very inspiring and motivating. So that's just something I want to say about her. And also, you, you do events as well. I do. I have a lot on the calendar coming out. Very excited. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a short break. Just uh, hang on for us, and we'll be back more with Cheryl Lynn of Pledge 20, and I'm your host, Janine, and you're listening to Get the Funk Out. and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about the show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. You're listening to Hi there, you're tuned to KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm your host, Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. And we are back with Cheryl Lynn of Pledge 20. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, how are you? Great, great. So first part of the show, we talked with Dr. Michelle Seeger 
uh, your colleague in Michigan. And I want to find out how you got started with Pledge 20. You have a great, interesting backstory. Well, thank you for asking. Yes, Dr. Michelle Seeger was amazing, and um, I was—I just want to reflect real quick on, on what she was referring about the gold standard. Okay. Um, you know, that's—I think that's probably the motivation for me way back when, and I didn't even know what the right terminology was. But the gold standard, or the the conception, if you will, of of what America thinks we should be doing as far as working out and getting fitness is, seems very, very high. Um, you know, like you should be doing an hour a day, and you should get your heart rate up to so and so and you should, you know, you should do these muscle-building activities and all those kinds of things. And that's, um, Janine, is really where my story, you know, sort of stops and starts. Um, When I was 10 years old, this is is a brief story of my um, background. When I was 10 years old, I was sitting out in the background or in the backyard playing in my sandbox, and my older brother had a moment of rage, and um, he yelled my name out, and uh, he said, hey, Cheryl, and I turned and looked sideways, and he whipped a hardball at me. And at that particular moment, um, it hit me square in the face, and my nose broke. And I really, three things happened instantly. Um, I really, my, of course, my nose broke, yeah. and my my spirit was broken, and um, my self worth diminished like uh. in seconds. And so I spent the rest of my life um, really. You know, well, the first part of it was, you know, going through this this dark part of, um, you know, how you talk to yourself. My, I'm ugly. I can't look in the mirror. I have to wear a hat. I have to grow my hair long and, you know, hide behind that wall. And I have to not let anybody get real close to me. And I'm not good enough. And I'm not smart enough. And all those things. They just, over years and years and years, took a huge toll on me. And so, for whatever reason, that day, my mom and dad did not take me to the doctor. I didn't get my nose fixed. I grew up. It was crooked. By the time I got to 33 years old, I finally was a successful, somehow or another, real estate person and uh, real estate agent, and I saved enough money to fix my nose. So what happened at age 33 when I fixed my nose was that I looked in the mirror, and, um, you know, even though it was now a beautiful nose, I was still the same person. And so I, all those years of beating myself up and not taking care of myself and talking myself into a deep, dark hole made absolutely no sense. <laughs> If that makes sense. That's a long time to live with a broken nose. I know. It was the cartilage. I mean, it was just a mess. But for whatever reason, I'm so very thankful that it happened. And we all have a broken nose story. That's kind of what I say now. We all had an obstacle that we came up against, you know, whether it be abuse or, you know, some sort of family relationship or who knows what. But accident, disease, all kinds of things. But so for whatever reason, all those years, instead of taking care of myself um, and, and, and being the best person I could be, I didn't. And so... At 33, I started um, doing an outward search. So I looked for all kinds of self-help um, to sort of recondition and, and reprogram um, all those years and years of beating myself up. So, you know, I worked on all that stuff. I, you know, I went to seminar after seminar and educational workshops, and I listened to everyone's advice. I tried all kinds of different career moves and jobs and failed and started over again and all those all, over and over and over again. And and, you know, finally, about two years ago, as I mentioned when Dr. Michelle Seeger was on the phone, is I just stopped and took a pause, like, for okay. three months, and I went, what am I supposed to be doing here? And it was then when I just I just decided I had to take care of myself, and the only way there was no gold standard, it was only 20 minutes a day. And so for the next two years, I just focused on I have to do 20 minutes a day. And, f- and, nice. for, th- and for those two years, Janine, it, it was a lot of um, weeks that would go by that I didn't do it. Um, and then weeks that I did. And then sooner or later, the stretches of doing it became more than not doing it. Okay. All right. And you just saw such a difference in yourself. It was very healing, wasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, and, and it was it was like, so now it's been almost three months that I've been doing it consistently. And it was like when 30 days got to the point, it's like, wow, if I can do 20 minutes a day for 30 days in a row, you know, what else can I do? Right. You know, and then 60 days. So I did that 60. I'm so proud of That's that. That's fantastic. And yeah. you know what? 20 turns into 25, 30, 40. Yeah. You know, it's just a way to just kind of get out and get moving, and then you'll see where it goes. 
Yeah, so now when I say, people say to me, did you do your 20, it's kind of our, um, you know, fun way of addressing each other. Like, so you and I, when we saw the other day, it's like, what did you do for your 20 today? And you said, I went swimming, you know, yes. or whatever, whatever, you right. know, everybody has right. a different answer. Right. And so now some of my friends will say, you know, 20, they'll send me a quick email and they'll say, Cheryl, 20 times two or 20 times three, meaning they, you know, went for an extra jog or they went a right. second time during the day or something like that. But yeah, 20 minutes, it's just a good start. And it's something that I don't ever, ever miss anymore. It's fantastic. I mean, look at all the people's lives you're impacting because I remember I sent you an email after we first spoke and you were like, so what'd you do today? Or what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, and I was thinking, okay, it is a little chilly out. All right, I'll go out. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, I know some, uh, I know some people with some pretty severe disabilities. I live in a, a beautiful apartment complex here in Newport Beach, California. And mm-hmm. Wheelchair after wheelchair after wheelchair all day long. Oh. They have a nice ramp and they get themselves in the water or they get themselves in the hot tub and they're moving. And I mean, if they can do it every day, what else, you know, is stopping some of us that are completely, you know, well and capable? I know. And even, you know, I'll tell people there are people in their 70s and 80s um, going out and doing things. I think uh, someone in my family was telling me a story about a 70 year old that. Um, you know, was uh, lifting weights or something they saw at the gym, and he was in amazing shape. You know, and uh, you just you just have to kick yourself in the butt and get yeah. off the sofa, stop making excuses, and just find that little pocket of time. Because, like, computers a big time waster. I know probably if people added up all the time they spent on like Facebook or something, I know <laughs> that would be a lot more than the twenty minutes that they could have uh, spent. Absolutely, you know? and and like Dr. Michelle Seeger said too, it's just giving ourselves permission. Twenty minutes means 10 minutes out the front door on a nice jo- on a nice walk with your cell phone if you have to and 10 minutes back or grab a child you know and take a quick bike ride around the the, the uh you know around the subdivision it doesn't have to be so monumental right. you know yeah. or rake leaves or yes. something something like people I mow my own lawn, and in my neighborhood, it's so funny because we have very small lawns. Mm -hmm. It was a shock when I first moved from the East Coast here because Mm -hmm. the lawns were so teeny, and I'd see people paying to get their lawn mowed, and I'm like, why, you know? And uh, But just mowing the lawn is great exercise. Yeah. And one other key point, too, is some people say, well, you know, I get home at night and I'm exhausted, you know. And so people that get it done, get their 20 minutes in or 20 minutes or more before noon are 50% likelier to be successful in the program. So, you know, when you get to your lunch hour, you're at work. You know, I just did a corporate event last week and there were, I don't know, a bunch of women that said, you know, I haven't haven't done anything for so long. Mm. So three or four of them got up after the meeting and took the rest of their lunch and went for a walk together. Nice. they said, we haven't done that for years. And so it's really that simple. I know. See what I was saying earlier when Michelle was on the phone is that too many people, they, they're texting and they're sending emails or voicemails or they're, or they're sitting down to a big, long lunch. And I would rather just go take a walk with somebody yeah. I haven't seen in a while. Good for you. you know. I just wanted to mention this uh, this research that I just uh, was made aware of by Dr. John Rady. He's the author of Spark. Um, uh, so it's all about um, cognitive learning, how much exercise affects our learning and our ability to do better during the day. Okay. And the reason he wrote a book was because of this um, this uh, activity that was done with a gym teacher in uh, Illinois, in Chicago suburb of Chicago, Illinois. And to just make a long story short, basically he had a whole bunch of students do a morning exercise program every Every morning, and then an afternoon exercise program, and then a bunch of students, of course, who were normal and are pretty normal and didn't do anything. Okay. And so, after 19,000 test scores, the the kids that did it at, in the AM were 19% higher on their uh, test scores in the morning, and 10% higher on their test scores when they exercised in the afternoon. That's great. Yeah. So, just it just there's just so many reasons why versus why not to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even um, if you – I know, remember being in graduate school, I would bring actually flashcards with me, and I would be walking, and I would actually be looking at my study guide. So you you can do two things at once. Obviously, you don't want to, <laughs> like, get run over or anything while you've got your head in your book. or But yeah. just something. You can – you. it's just great to get out. It makes you feel better. Yeah. You know, when exercise is taking the place of Zoloft and, you know, all kinds of anti or anti-aging oh, yes. pills and medication, yes. I mean, it, it's just really – you know, it's 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 a sustainable program that that like Dr. Michelle Seeger says, just it it permeates into every aspect of your life. You know, I have this strong feeling like if more people were to watch their diet, 
watch the amount of alcohol they had, amount of sleep they're getting, and they were to exercise more, they probably maybe mm-hmm. wouldn't need some of those antidepressants. I don't know. It would be an interesting study, though, yeah. to see because, um, you know, I've known women in my life who've been very depressed and have to rely on things like that, and it's very sad to me. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. actually quite a bit of research already out there that states, you know, how exercise can, because it's mood lifting, like Dr. Michelle Seeger said, you know, when you feel better, you know, because you move, you're, not, you're now maybe approaching the way you, you know, wash your windows or the way you greet someone on the street in the morning or on the elevator or on your way up to work. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just like, it just, it's just so um, inspiring all day long, for me anyway. I mean, yes. I just feel, I look at myself in the mirror differently, I, you know, I treat my myself different. I buy myself a, a juicer at Whole Foods versus, you know, um, you know, versus driving through the drive-thru or something like that. Right. I actually can work through some of my uh, problems or issues I might have um, when I'm like jogging in the pool. I, and I, oh. you know, I, yeah, I, I will really? kind of talk things out to myself or just kind of work things out. And um, yeah, because I will kind of take 30 to 40 minutes and just mm-hmm think things through and I've come up with like an action plan for myself mm. just by spending that time outside of the house and trying to just focus on things. Yes. Whenever I get stuck or I'm at my computer or frustrated like this, this is ever going to work out or does anybody care about Pledge 20? I'm, you know, should I just keep, you know, and I'll just go out, you know, to the street or down the back bay or something and I come back with a brand new idea that's so refreshing and it's engaging and of course do you know what I mean it's like oh, yeah. silly silly I was you know even having that conversation in my head exactly exactly mm-hmm. I remember going through a time I mentioned I was in graduate school years ago at, at BU and uh, it was a tough time lots of lots of schoolwork, a lot of pressure I didn't have a social life and I would just literally come home at night and be exhausted and I would just eat late and the weekends were just tons of homework my whole Weekend seemed like it was constantly because I really condensed all my studies and I wasn't making the time to exercise and it was a terrible thing. And then when I was, I was doing like, because it would be snowing out, mm-hmm. I would have like a stepper. and But this, these were things that weren't like long-term things I would stick with, unfortunately. Yeah. I just had to say to our listening audience, listening audience, if you don't know Janine Bernstein, you are um, really missing the boat Aww. because we met the other day. When she's talking about all these things she's doing, you know, I just want to say you are, an, you know, a not – you know, you walk your talk, and you are Thank a beautiful you. lady, and Thank you can you. tell that you've, you know, given a lot of time and energy to taking care of yourself, which is why you're a champion, not only for yourself, but for me and Pledge 20 and for, you know, everybody listening and all your guests, and so I just want to thank you. Thank you. You know, you asked me why I started the show. I not only have been in a funk myself numerous occasions throughout my life, but I've met other people, mm-hmm. and and then the stories that I've heard I just felt we're very inspiring because change is scary, but also change can be a great thing. And it's scary at first, but then you, a lot of times you come out on top. Absolutely. And you have to be able to be willing to, you know, okay, acknowledge I'm, I'm totally freaked out, I'm scared, but how can I take this scariness and make it into a positive thing? Because it mm-hmm. will be positive. Well, I think the, and the best thing about your show, too, is get the funk out. It sort of acknowledges that we all do have funk and that it's perfectly normal. And, it, right. you know, how can you not? You know, there's just, you know, the way the news is in the economy. I mean, you, you, you're susceptible to hearing some of those things. And so, you know, all of us get in a funk once in a while and all of us get out. It's just right. a matter of how quickly, really. And so shows like yours are, you know, just here to remind us that absolutely it's happening. But, you know, with a little bit of a mind shift or listening to somebody else's story, it's easy to get out. And that's why I loved the event the other night, the TEDx event oh. by Michelle Patterson. Oh, event complete. And, mm-hmm. oh, Michelle Patterson and Steve Averill, they did such a great job. And all the speakers were phenomenal. The next one is what, January 19th? I believe it is. And Michelle's going to come on my show December 5th, so I'm really oh. looking forward to that. You know, it was interesting. I love Sue Enquist. The, oh, uh, my favorite. Oh, she's yeah. amazing. Um, the coach for UCLA, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I love what she had to say, and I shared it with my daughters the next day because we got in the car. We have breakfast in the car every morning, oh. great breakfast. And um, we were driving to school, and my young girl was talking about how somebody was upsetting her on the playground or something. And, and I said to her, you know, because she started getting really worked up, I said, you know, I learned something last night from Sue, which is there are these people that will 
suck the life out of you (laughs) and make you miserable and unhappy. And I said, you have to recognize that. I said, and then you have to say, I really don't want them to come into breakfast with us because right now that little girl is at breakfast with us, honey. And she, she realized it and she, we stopped talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's good that you're sharing your feelings, but also realize that that experience, that little girl can make you more worked up and you have to know when you can literally, this even happened Friday night. My older daughter mentioned something was upsetting, and I, it was great. We talked about it. I said, now go open the door and kick it out of the house. And she did. You know, she was like imagining, okay, there's Aww. this part. And just kick it out and close the door, and it's Friday, and we're going to start our weekend. And we did, and we didn't have to bring it to the dining room table. Yeah, beautiful. Love that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's... I want Sue to come on my show as well. I talked to her about that. But these are all things that um, affect us, and I was glad to be able to share that with them. Yeah. So, Denny and I have these these wonderful little 10 tips for celebrating the holiday seasons with 20. Would you like to hear them? Yes, and I also want to ask you, Mm -hmm. if you can add, because I know we have some time, is what do you do when you're stuck in the house and it's raining? Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. So you've probably purchased the uh, dance tapes over the years, or P90X maybe, or... Maybe you have a set of weights in the closet or a jump rope. Weights, jump um, rope, stepper. Yes, there's there's the wall, which you can do wall push-ups and, uh, I mean, leg lifts. And, you know, there's just cans in the the cupboard, and you can use those for weights. And you lay on your back and do, you know, do do presses. And, I mean, it's endless, endless. Okay. And so there's also television shows, right? Lots of them you can flip around and find somebody that's doing something and, and follow along. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, my exercise when my kids were sick, they were sick quite a bit, is running up and down the stairs, delivering food. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Stairs are a really good one. That's a tough one. Okay. You know, and also, honestly, Janine, rain actually is so rare in Orange Orange County that it's great to just go out and get wet. So we went for a long walk yesterday in the rain, and it felt great. And, you know, I heard it's going to rain Thanksgiving, and I said to the girls, (laughs) so what? Let's just grab our umbrellas and walk out in the rain. I'm not going to be in the house all day. Absolutely. Beautiful. So any other tips and advice you want yeah, to share? Yeah, so celebrating the holidays with 20. So I think okay. for Pledge 20, my main focus for me is not to say, girls, did you exercise today? To my own children, I, the new word in, around our house is 20. Did you do your 20 today? So mm-hmm. 20 is, that's the first, um, you know, just overview of the whole Pledge 20 campaign is just to, to do your 20 and get that out of the way and, and have fun doing something in your 20 minutes. So for right. as far as the holidays go, number one is even though you're going to be crazy busy and cooking and cleaning and all all the you know, friends and family coming over and all of that. Um, there's 10 really quick things here that I'll go over, if you don't mind, no, about do. how to include the 20 and how it's going to help. Okay. okay, number one, find your compelling reason to move. As Dr. Michelle Seeger says on all the research, there's one thing that gives you the reason to move. And for me, you know, during the holidays, it's like I just, I just want to enjoy my family and friends, and so I don't want to get frustrated or, you know, burnt out or worried if everybody's happy. So I take right. that 20 minutes just for me, and while I'm out there, doing my 20 minutes, I'm asking myself, you know, you know, what's most important? Why am I, why am I having, you know, guests and family over and all of that? And, and the, so the quest, the answer to your why. So what's your why real quick? What's my why? Yeah. What's your why during the holidays? Why are you going to keep on moving? Uh, to feel good, to feel happy, to, yeah. you know, feel healthy. Absolutely. I want to feel Number, healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two is, um, it just kind of goes along with number one. It's just that, you know, take a family member out, celebrate, you know, the, the time you have with your people or the people that you love. And, and don't let that don't let that go by just because you have company come over. Like you said, take them out for a walk. Bill. You'll have just as much fun, you know, on the street as you will, you know, sitting in front of the TV. Right. Number three is why keep it short and sweet. Reachers, and I think I mentioned this earlier, is two um, multiple 10-minute workouts a day. People say, I don't have 20 minutes. So if you did 10 in the morning and 10 in the afternoon, um, you know, that's perfect perfectly fine and acceptable and that um, as we said in the beginning of the show those that did something consistent lost 19 pounds a year, um, for over a course of a year and those who were you know shorter um, bouts of, of workout during the day only lost 14 so just okay. you know fit it in 10 minutes in the morning 10 minutes in the afternoon um, okay Ideas to keep it short and sweet. We just went over those, some of those climb steps, dance, do anything that feels good, anything with a ball, you know, to go to the tennis court, you know, it all counts and it all works. Okay. 
Uh, number five, keep your language above the line. Every word, right, has has energy, in my opinion. Um, so if you're saying, you know, I just don't have a time, or I don't, I'm lazy, or I'm, I, you know, I don't feel good enough today to, to get it in. You know, all of those, you get more of what you put out there. So, you know, no matter what, let your language, you know, guide you. And so when something comes out of your mouth, make sure it's something that supports you. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to move today, and that's, believe it or not, even when I don't feel like it. It still gets me outside. It still gets me to the gym or it still gets me uh, to go for a walk. And then I you feel even better. You're like, I did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. I did yeah. it. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. And then par- partnership, of course, huge. You know, my, my, my honey and I, Mike, you know, if one of us doesn't feel like doing it on a particular day, you know, he's there to support me and I'm there to support him when he's not feeling like it. So that's, that's really important. That's great. Yeah, practice, 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 practice. Like it for me, two years it took for me to figure out that, you know, I have to brush my teeth. Okay, I have to, I have to get my twenty minutes in. So, you know, it took me that long to figure out what kinds of things I I love to do. Which, you know, I love to row. I love anything boating. So, I'll, uh, anything on the water. So, I actually enjoy the rowing machine at the gym more than anything. I'll just go row twenty minutes and I'm good and out the door. So. Nice, nice. That's a great one. Yeah, roller skating, you know, you know, I, I met someone not too long ago that said my roller skates have been in my closet for years, and I love roller skating. And it's like, well, get them out, right? Right. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Absolutely. And what, number eight is before 1 o'clock. We talked about that. 50% are more likely to do something if you stick to your uh, before 1 o'clock plan. And then celebrate whatever you do. So your gas tank needs refueling, right, to keep up with the demands of the holiday season. You know, to make m- even more magical memories, celebrate every little uh, activity that you can incorporate for yourself because it's all perfectly fine. Nice. And the last one, and if somebody wants to email me, I'd be happy to send you my celebration journal of Pledge 20. So I, I keep a list still to this day of every single day. I write down just briefly what, what my mood was going in and what my mood was going out, how many 20s I did, if it was 20 times 1, times 2, times 3. You know, and just, you know, I put a little check mark if I ate breakfast to, to fuel me. And I can look back at that now and go, look, three months I've been doing this. It's incredible. And you can actually do... 10 in the morning and 10 in the afternoon or I mean, oh, break it up. I, I have one woman who's a busy mom. She has no time to do anything. She does, you know, five in the morning, you know, on stairs before her baby gets up, five mm-hmm. at noon, five mid-afternoon and five before she goes to bed. And nice. it's like, woohoo. I'm nice. excited for her. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's great. And yeah. so anything else you want to share? And then I also want you to add your website. Yeah, well, pledge20.org. And so on the website, the the, the uh, answer to that is if you fill out the form, you can take the pledge for free and you can start getting motivational emails. And there, I've heard people say that, you know, they, they give gives them a little kickstart if they're not feeling quite up to par during the day. And um, there's also a kit on there of all kinds of, there's like 20 different email, uh, different uh, e-books that are all motivation and inspirational along with a couple of gifts in there and things like that. So go to pledge20.org and, and fill out the form. It's free to, to just sign up for the pledge and Sounds be great. part of a great community. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, and I wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving. You as well. Thank you. All thank right. You. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to the Get the Funk Out show, and if you'd like to check out the show blog, I just launched it last week. It's getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, and I'll have this show uploaded in the next day or so. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest on the show, just send me an email to Janine, that's J-A-N-E-A-N-E at K-U-C-I dot org. Have a very, very happy, safe Thanksgiving, and I'll be back here next Monday.